What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 35 of the podcast, sports podcast. Um, Football, week four. As long as these NFL weeks keep coming, I'm still going to be dropping consistently. It was kind of stale, kind of stale um, in the summer there when there's no football, no basketball. But I still find a way to keep pushing out content. Maybe not good content, but content. Um, so episode 35 is here. I don't plan on stopping anytime. As long as I keep doing this once a week. Wednesdays seem like the good days to do it. Middle of the week, you know. Before week five would start for football. Right before Thursday night football. Or, you know, the next week. And still, you know, a little bit after. So everyone can digest what happened in the week. Um, especially with NBA basketball, too. Today, or not today, a couple of days ago, NBA basketball started preseason. Um, I'm not going to talk about preseason because, to be quite honest, I don't take it that important or serious. I mean, but the Chicago Bulls did look very nice with Lonzo, uh, DeRozan, Zach Levine, Vucevic, um, Caruso, Goat. Like, they looked pretty solid, and they won... Like a hundred and thirty to like ninety something, I think, to against the Cavs. But preseason, you know, take everything with grain of salt. So I'm not gonna be talking about basketball here. Only talking. Well, actually, there was one thing I gotta say basketball because it is an injury, and this uh will affect the start of the actual NBA season. Chris Boucher, Boucher, I still don't know how to say his name. I know I've been trying in the podcast, still can't say it. Chris Boucher. I think is how you say it. It's out three to four weeks. Uh, when I seen the post. Not say anything about an injury. Looked into it, still couldn't really see anything. Just said out three, four weeks. So that's the only basketball thing I got. He'll be out maybe first week of the season. Cause I think the season, I think opening day is October nineteenth, October twentieth. So um, he'll come back towards the end of October, miss the first week. But let's get right into the football talk. NFL week foul, week foul. Um. It was it was a pretty good week, you know. It was, it was a pretty good week. Um, we'll start off with the Thursday night football, which was the Bengals and Jaguars. Which this is four and zero that the NFL is with having. You know, I'll say three and one with the NFL having a bad game with two bad teams. Week one was good with Cowboys Bucks, and then week three was if I'm correct the Panthers Texans, and then week two was the um. Giants Washington, which these are all like good games, but they're just between bad teams that no one really has a lot of interest in. But I guess this is how you get the interest is making it the only game that's on the night. So Bengals Jags, Jags were looking solid. Trevor Lawrence had zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, but he did have a rushing touchdown. He was solid passing. Um, James Robinson was actually getting carries, had a touchdown himself. Uh, DJ Chark did go down with an injury and. I think is going to be out for a reasonable amount of, amount of time. So, uh, LaVisca Chenault, step up. For the Bengals, Joe Burrow played good. Two touchdowns, 348 yards. Joe Mixon, not that great of a night, but he had a touchdown. So, kind of covered it up. Tyler Boyd had a good uh, good game. And the Bengals did end up winning <clears throat> off a game-winning field goal. So, uh, that's sick for them. I just realized, um, Bleacher Report, it shows the fantasy points. 
like uh, they got that week. I never realized they did that. Wow. Okay, well, that was Thursday Night Football. <clears throat> then Sunday, let's get to the shout-out. Bills-Texans. Right before the game, someone said to Brandon Cooks, hey, got you on my fantasy team. I need you to perform. Brandon Cooks said, I got you. And came out and scored zero points as a team. <laughs> Davis Mills, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. 87 passing yards. Didn't even have over 100 passing yards. <clears throat> no one on the rush. No, none running, no running back. Had over 25 rushing yards. Philip Lindsay had negative one yard. Brendan Cooks didn't have a bad game. He's the only bright side on this team offensively. But Davis Mills, people were saying he was the next one for the Texans. He was the quarterback that was going to replace Deshaun Watson. But it seems that is not the case. Josh Allen, solid night for him. No one really played that great running-wise. I mean, Singletary had 79 yards with zero touchdowns. Zach Moss did have a touchdown. Mitch Trubisky had a rushing touchdown. Stephon Diggs had a good week. Dawson Knox grabbed in two touchdowns. And they won 40 nothing. Bears and Lions. Dave Montgomery on my fantasy team. Goes off in the first half. And then ends the second half with... He had 22.6 fantasy points. Um, I think at the first half, he had, he was at like 16, 17. So, definitely slowed down in the second half. And did go down with an injury, which he is out four to five weeks. Knee injury. Not a torn ACL, which people are starting to get worried that it was. But, uh, he is down. Who's next? Damian Williams. I couldn't pick him up in fantasy. I did pick up uh, Latavius Murray, though. But I could not pick up Damian Williams. Justin Fields, not that great of a night. Donnell Mooney. Good game. Put if he had a touchdown on top of that, he's on my fantasy team too. You get a touchdown on top of that, looks pretty solid. Um, for the Lions, Jay Goff didn't play that bad. Uh, Jamal Williams had more carries than DeAndre Swift, and uh, I'm pretty sure earlier that week it said DeAndre Swift is getting attempts, and that is not the case. Quintez Cephas had 83 yards, but they did lose. Colts-Dolphins. Colts finally get the first win over the Dolphins, 27-17. to Carson Wentz has two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Jonathan Taylor got his first touchdown of the season, 103 yards, looking like the Jonathan Taylor had been expected. Pittman played good. Molly Cox, Brown, two touchdowns. Been a while since I said that name. For the Dolphins, Jacoby Brissett didn't even play that bad. No one played good running. Miles Gaskin only had two attempts. They don't run the ball. Devontae Parker had nine targets. Mike Gusecki had six. You think with Jacoby Brissett quarterback, they'd want to run more, but they ran a total of 11, 13, 16 times and passed the ball 30. All right. Next, Chiefs-Eagles. I was watching this game and then fell asleep. The Eagles did have a lead at one point, though, but the Chiefs were just too much offensively. Mahomes had five touchdowns, one interception. Edwards-Hilaire looked good. No touchdowns with 102 yards. Receiving-wise, Tyreek Hill, man. 11 receptions on 12 targets, 186 yards, 3 touchdowns, and then 47.6 fantasy points. Don't even worry about what the other receivers did. That's all that matters. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts played solid. No one running the ball played good, but Jalen Hurts played solid. Devonta Smith looked like he, or looks like he is the wide receiver one. He's going to stay the wide receiver one. Sorry, Quiz Watkins. I think that's it. Is that his name? Quiz? Yeah, he doesn't let me check. But 
Devontae is that man. Uh, Browns Vikings. Very boring game. Very boring game. I just traded for OBJ in fantasy. I always have to link this to fantasy somehow. Just trade for OBJ. Um, Baker Mayfield not play good at all. Nick Chubb though, twenty one attempts, hundred yards. Kareem Hunt fourteen attempts, sixty nine yards, and a touchdown. OBJ had a rushing attempt. OBJ had the target, seven targets, only two receptions. But like, that is to not look good on uh, Baker's. Uh, did not look like it was Beckham's fault. You put it in Beckham's way, he is going to catch it. But some of them just, like, were uncatchable balls. Kirk Cousins played solid. Dalvin Cook, you know, coming off the injury, only had nine rushing attempts. Justin Jefferson had a touch for me, also in fantasy. But they lost 14-7. Giants Saints win the overtime. The Saints train slowed down a little bit. Daniel Jones, 400 passing yards. That man is tossing the rock. Saquon with a touchdown, which I wish it was a game-winning touchdown in overtime. Um, Kenny Galladay, looking like the Kenny Galladay that you know we knew from previous years. Kadarius Tony led the team in targets. Hopefully, if the Giants can keep playing, because like the Saints are a solid defense. I mean, they're probably like a middle of the pack defense. They're not at the bottom, but they're not at the top. So the Giants could do this against average teams. The Giants would be watchable again for the Saints. Seamus Winston only got one touchdown. Kamara, one hundred twenty yards, no touchdowns. Um, and just gonna get it. Cowboys Panthers. I did not watch this game, but the Cowboys handed the Panthers their first L 36 to 28. Darnold still had a good game, two touchdowns, two interceptions, but he it, he proved that he's a good quarterback. Chuba Hubbard, no one could run the ball on that team besides Sam Darnold. DJ Moore, two touchdowns, great for the Cowboys. Prescott had four touchdowns, Zeke had one touchdown, fantasy. Mario Cooper played good, Dalton Schultz. Uh, Cedric Wilson. CeeDee Lamb had five targets for only 13 yards. It wasn't his week. Washington versus Falcons. Falcons found a way to choke again. Offer Antonio Gibson. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was J.D. McKissick. Um, caught the ball. Ran, 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 ran. Dove. Thought he was way out of bounds. But they called a touchdown. Won the game. Um, Terry McLaurin, 123 yards. Two touchdowns. Who's that man? Matt Ryan played good. Four touchdowns. Three of them to Cordell Patterson. Um, he played good. It just they they just can't win games. Jets Titans. The Jets get their first win over the Titans. I love to see it because if you guys don't know, I hate the Titans. Ryan Tannehill one touchdown. Got sacked seven times. That's tough. Derrick Henry. Had a great game, 157 yards, one touchdown, 33 attempts. No one was getting the ball receiving-wise. I mean, they had no receivers to give the ball to. For the Jets, Zach Wilson had a solid week for once, two touchdowns, one interception. Michael Carter had a rushing touchdown. Corey Davis had a touchdown. Jamison Crowder had a touchdown. And then one in overtime. Off of Titans, missed field goal. Seahawks, Niners. Seahawks win this game. You know, Russell Wilson isn't doing what Russell Wilson normally does in the first five weeks of the season, which is put up MVP numbers. Still great, but not those MVP numbers. Alex Collins had touchdown for the running game. Uh, used to be a Raven. I'd like to see that. Uh, DK Metcalf had a receiving touchdown. Played solid for the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo did not play that great. And then Trey Lance came in and had two passing touchdowns. People are still hating on Lance. I don't get it. 
Trey Sermon had 19 attempts, 89 yards, but zero touchdowns. Hopefully, Elon Mitchell will be back and healthy and get all the attempts on my fantasy team and win me some weeks. Debo Samuel, man, I wish he was on my fantasy team. 156 receiving yards, two touchdowns. I never expected this out of Debo Samuel. Like, I know he's a good receiver and all, but I was not expecting this. Like, he's maybe right now a top three receiver. Right now, this year, top three, top five. It's, the stuff he's doing is crazy the first four weeks. Like, I, I just don't, I didn't see that coming out of Debo Samuel. Packers, Molly Wap the Steelers. And I'm going to say Molly Wap. They're being 27 17, but Ben Roethlisberger sucks. Najee Harris had a rushing touchdown. Deontay Johnson had a touchdown. What the? They suck. The Steelers suck. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones split carries. And AJ Dillon actually had more yards and was better. Randall Cobb had two touchdowns. It's 2014. Cardinals-Rams. Cardinals beat the Rams to remain undefeated and give the Rams their first L. Kyler Murray had two touchdowns. James Conner had two touchdowns. Looking like he might take that wide receiver, that running back one spot. Even though Chase Edmonds, although he did have less attempts, he did have 120 yards, which is 70 more yards than what Conner had. But Conner was getting uh, more attempts. Uh... So, you know, if you just get the yards. Buccaneers, Patriots, Tom Brady back in, uh, hold on, it's going to come to me, back in New England. Sorry, brain froze for a little bit. And it was a terrible game. Game sucked to watch until the last fourth, like, to the last quarter. Um, New England was actually leading for a while. Tom Brady had zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, did not play that great. Fournette had 91 yards, zero touchdowns. Ronald Jones had a touchdown. Um, it just was not a good game. Mac Jones played pretty solid. Two touchdowns, one interception, 31 for 40, 275 yards. Had broke the rookie record for the most completions in a row. Tied Tom Brady's record. Um, no one was running the ball on that team. No one. Um, Receiving-wise, Hunter Henry had a touchdown. Johnny Smith had a touchdown. Jacoby, My- Jacoby Myers at 70 yards, but New England did lose off a of Nick Folk game, losing, missed field goal. But that would have been something, seeing Tom Brady lose uh, in New England. Chargers versus Raiders. Raiders came out flat, went down 21 nothing. Dan was starting to storm back, brought to 21-14, but did end up losing 28-14. Derek Carr, two touchdowns, one interception. Josh Jacobs, not that great, but I mean, Josh Jacobs, we expect this. Henry Ruggs only had three receptions, 60 yards. But he just, like, when I was watching the game, just giving me big play type vibes. Like, he's just someone that could make a big play. Darren Waller, the touchdown was flexing on him. I love seeing Darren Waller do stuff like that. Hunter Renfro played good for the Chargers. Herbert was doing Herbert things. Eckler had a rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown and 117 rushing yards. Jared Cook had a touchdown. Um, and the Chargers won. And then, last but not least, my beloved Ravens versus the Denver Broncos. Lamar only had one touchdown, zero interceptions, 316 yards, was slinging that thing. Latavius Murray had a rushing touchdown after we didn't play Tyson Williams, which kind of got me upset a little bit, because I like Tyson, um... But with Latavius Murray, if he could get these 18 attempts a game and stuff and keep doing this... I mean, don't mind. Don't mind if I do. Marquise Brown, five targets, four receptions, 91, 91 yards. James Prochet 
Um, six targets, five receptions, 74 yards. He's someone, for people who don't know who James Prochet is, which I don't expect a lot of people to know, unless they're Ravens fans, he is someone that probably is one of the hardest workers on our team. And it's hap- I'm very happy to see this, like, sort of payoff. Um, and he could be the receiver. He could be a good, like, wide receiver for You know, once we're fully healthy and we have Boykin, or not Boykin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Boykin. But once we have Bateman, Watkins, Marquise, and James Roche could come in as that wide receiver four when needed. Um, I like it a lot. I'm starting to actually like the way our receiving core is looking. Sammy Watkins has got seven targets every single game, but zero touchdowns. Um, for the Broncos, Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater um, did get concussion. Not surprised there. Uh, left the game early. No one really ran the ball that well. Noah Fant had a touchdown. Cortland Sutton had the most receiving yards, but still sucked. I just traded him away in fantasy for OBJ. Did I win? Did I lose? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, though. Um, Vic Vangio got mad because the Ravens ran the ball in the last play to get the rushing record. But, I mean, take the L, dude. Take the L. That's it for all the games of week four. But there are some more. Tom Brady. Passed Drew Brees to big NFL all-time leading passer. Congratulations, Tom Brady. Um, Joe Mixon is week to week. Didn't really say what the injury was, and he didn't get. And he played the whole game against Jaguars. I don't know what when the injury came, um, but did get injured. Cowboys released Jalen Smith. Now Jalen Smith is not the Jalen Smith that everyone thinks they know from twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Still could be a good linebacker on a... But, like, he could be a good linebacker on the Saints. How I was talking about the Saints, how they're like an average defense. He could be a good middle linebacker, pair him up with Demario Davis in that middle there. That's a team he could benefit on. He could be a solid linebacker on like, a team like the Vikings, maybe. Um, it, I don't know, they play Eric Kendricks at middle line. But, I mean, if they run the two linebackers, he could be on a good... Uh, he could be a good linebacker on a team like the Chargers, especially after Kenneth Murray going down with the injury. Um, or they could play him on the edge. I think a lot of, like, Jalen Smith is a middle linebacker, okay? And the Cowboys been playing him on the edge more than the middle, and he's been playing worse, and then he went back to the middle, and he's still been playing bad. So, but I think he just, he can't, you know, adjust. Like, he was there. He was that middle linebacker. He was good. Moving to the edge, sucked. Went back to the middle linebacker, sucked. You just got to give him time to let him adjust back to the middle linebacker. But if he went to a team to play middle linebacker, Chiefs, probably going to happen. Bucks, no. I don't think the Bucks go for Julian Smith. Maybe as an edge rusher, but not as middle linebacker when they have Levante David and Devin White. But with uh, but a team like the Chiefs, I could see that happening. Team like the Bills, maybe, probably not. Um, but you get what I'm saying. There's a lot of teams that he could be a starter on. Uh, so I do see him getting picked up sooner than later. And then the Patriots, uh, alert came out saying the Patriots cut Stephon Gilmore. Then about three, three hours later, four hours later, alert came out saying Patriots trade Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers for, like, a late 2023 pick. And the reason all this was happening is because 
Patriots did not want to pay Stephon Gilmore the money he was asking for because he was injured, so he hasn't been... And this injury is bigger than what people expected. He's an older cornerback, and even when he was healthy, he wasn't the best cornerback uh, in the league. I, you know, some people might hate to say it, but cornerbacks like Tredavious White, Marlon Humphrey, uh, Xavier Howard even last year were better than him. Um, and he went a lot of money like it was 2018 again, which it's not. So I think he will, he said he will play week seven. Uh, that's when he's expected to come back. I think he could be a solid cornerback for the Panthers. With J.C. Horn. Um, they have another dude. I I can't. Right there, J.C. Horn. Yeah, J.C. Horn, they have um, Dante Jackson. Sorry, I just like froze. Like I said, I got no notes here. I'm just going. They have Dante Jackson. Put him in. I don't know if he's coming in as cornerback one. J.C. Horn, that whole Panthers defense and J.C. Horn, they all look pretty solid. So I don't know if he's coming, coming in at cornerback one. I wouldn't be shocked if he does or if he gets it sooner than later. But that Panthers defense, man, that is nice. Good trade for the Panthers. But with that being said, that is everything. After my dog really interrupted all that, I just wanted to give an outro saying that's it for everything I had in the podcast. That's it for the week. I will see all you guys hopefully next Wednesday. Next Wednesday seems like the day. I'll talk about week five and more. See you guys.